Okay, hello, this is Kente Bates for the Halcyon Fitness Group Podcast. Today I'm going to do something that's a little different. This is in a in a vein of something that I never thought that I would be doing, but here goes. This is uh, in memoriam for my for my younger brother Jamal Murray Spates, born 1979, died August 13th, 2017. He was only 38 years old. Now, what does this have to do with fitness? He was a he was a wrestler. He was a strong man. He was an athlete in high school. But how am I going to compress 38 years in such a short time? Well, in the, in the spirit of the Romans who said, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I came to bury Caesar, not to praise him. Jamal Murray's base is dead in in the ground. I'm not going to make him look like an angel or a saint because he wasn't. But he did live a life that he deserves to be spoken well of. Me being his brother, we were ultra competitive. We were in each other's faces a lot. We, it's like, as far as I could remember, we were more adversaries than brothers. He did a lot of things that were ruinous, but you have to remember this is back in, you know, the late 80s to mid 90s. When it was basically a plus to be reckless. To do things that were ruinous to you in the long run. In any case, you know, he played football in high school. The boy could talk a streak like he was a pro wrestler. This, he had awesome gifts. He could draw people to him. People would be, I mean, some people would be mesmerized by him. He could, he could do anything. Even when he got out of prison, he started modeling. I mean, he was 170 pounds. He was in shape. He was getting casting calls. He was doing, he was doing things well. Then he started bulking up again. Then he started getting back into wrestling. He started doing the wrestling. Started powerlifting. He had a couple of sponsors. He was getting it. He was getting it in and getting it done.
<sighs> he had such a joy of life. But he had his issues, like we all do. Now, um, I really couldn't take notes on what I was wanting to say, so bear with me. This is just coming straight off the muscle. Because of a lot of the things he did, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Those of you who know him, who grew up, you know, who grew up with him and me, you guys know. You guys know what kind of guy he was. I would like to believe that he meant well. I would like to believe that he was someone. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, that he was someone who meant well, but he, you know, he would go sideways. He would be someone who was, you know, looking out for himself. He was someone who did things totally for self and oftentimes ruinous to himself. You know, drinking, drugs. Keep in mind, people, I'm not trying to make him out to be a saint. I'm not trying to make him out to be a monster either. But this is this is who he was, at least to my point of view. I wish he was here to set the record straight. In so many cases, in so many ways, before 2009, he was seemingly on the come up. He was able to do the things that he, that he could do. I mean, this guy was bench pressing almost 700 pounds. I mean, probably the strongest person I have ever competed against. Strongest person I have ever seen. He was on the gas. And for those of you who don't know what that, you know, slang term means, he was, he was on roids. I don't think he was abusing them, but, you know, intravenous steroid use has been shown to lead to, you know, intravenous drug use of other kinds of drugs. It's not pretty. You know, he was starting to turn green, you know, with... Well, with the roids. Then he started drinking. Heavily. And you know, after, you know, uh, Rico died, and for those of you who are listening who don't know who Rico is, Rico was a, was a mutual friend of ours. 
Gandrico O'Brien Melton. Born 1980, died 2009. This guy was no slouch either. This guy was doing MMA. He was going places. He was getting ranked, but he had a congenital a heart condition. And a lot of times, 70 to 85% of his lungs were filled up with fluid. One time, he was in a hospital getting that checked out. Excuse me. He signs himself out the hospital. Drives to the fight. Wins the fight. And checks himself back in the hospital. That's how tough he was. And one night, after coming home from the hospital, being extremely tired, he lays down to get some rest and doesn't wake back up. Drowns in his sleep. And ever since then, you know, I was in basic at the time. I had a, like a week and a half left. That was a sad way, you know, to spur myself on to, you know, finish the course and graduate basic. But for Maurice, it was like a big part of him died. And on August 13th, a part of me died. We did not have the best relationship, but he is still my brother. It's just sad. It was sad to see him grieving. But anytime we tried to help, he pushed us away. I remember a couple of times his mother begged him to go to rehab. But he didn't. I still remember that. I remember he was just someone who loved life and he wanted to live it to the fullest even if he was somewhat selfish. I tell you It's hard to come up with the words to say because I don't, I truly don't know what to say. No, I kept my peace throughout the whole process because I wanted to really say something after his body had been interred. And right now I really still don't know what to say. It's just sad.
death. It's sad. It sucks. God's going to have to, have to forgive me and excuse me for these uh, long breaks and interruptions because I just have had a long day myself and just tired. Let's see what else. Um, you know how most people love to laugh. He really loved to laugh. He had a really, really big funny bone. Twisted sense of humor, yes, maybe, but you know he was he, he could laugh and joke, pretty practical jokes, whatever. And he was a wrestling fanatic. I remember a lot of the early, I guess the uh, late 1990s, Attitude Era videos he had. You know, the Austin 316 Uncensored. Um, the, you know, the McMahon versus Austin rivalry. The Rock, um, It Doesn't Matter tape. Excuse me. Anything with wrestling on it? He was there. As we all were in the 90s when wrestling was a thing. Not just another entertainment choice. Not just something that's fake or that's considered PG for the kiddies. So, let's see what else. Um, he did have a temper. He had a veritable mean streak. Now, um, let's see what else. There was the main streak, sense of humor. He was awfully smart. Definitely underrated with that. Awfully smart. Very intelligent. Very perceptive. Very street smart. He was just the kind of guy who, you know, if he had wanted to, he could have did anything he wanted to in life. 
In my eyes, he should have been a movie star. In my eyes, he should have been something like that. That's just to waste his life. sometimes, you know, you know, play tricks on people. I don't mean practical jokes, but, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, scam people, use people. I'm not saying this to talk down on them or to speak ill of the dead. So please reserve your judgment. I'm just telling it like an IS is. From my point of view. Um, he loved life. I wish that things had turned out different. Addiction is a killer. Addiction is hell. Now, I'm personally going on seven years sober. He really loved food. He loved to eat. I mean, you could say he was Epicurean. You could say he was a lot of things. He was a lot of things rolled into one. He was a con, a walking contradiction as we all are. He had his issues as we all do. But, like I said, I'm just telling it like I saw it. He really had a lot to live for. And with, um, with some of the stuff that he was up to at the time of his death, it appears that he was, you know, gearing up to make one more run at fame. And it's just sad. Very, very sad. Let's see what else but yeah. Yes, he's had a lot of he has had a lot of turning points. I've seen some of them, I didn't see all of them, but it's like at a certain point I didn't recognize him. At a certain point I didn't know who he was.
but like I say, he's just a man. I really wish that he could come back and tell his side of the story. Because this is not doing it justice. Now, at the end of his life, he was on his way to work. He's always had a high threshold of pain. I would like to believe that he held on as long as he could. But it was just his time. It was just his time. Who's to say that either you or me would be next? I wish I could articulate all this in the words, but it's kind of hard. And I guess in in closing, he loved life, he loved people, he loved having fun. I know he's at those pearly gates right now, looking down on us. Lastly, I miss you, Maurice. Talking to you on the phone, even though we did not agree a lot, just feels right talking to your brother. 
the last words he ever said to me was, I love you. And I can count on one finger the many times he said that to me when he was alive. But Friday, August 11th, 2017, he said it. I just would like to thank everyone who contributed and helped out with the funeral. I would like to thank all of you who attended. I was there in spirit. I would like to thank God Almighty for watching over his soul during the transition. Each and every one of you who have commented on Facebook, each and every one of you who has done things for my mother, all your prayers, your well wishes, I say thank you. It's really all I have to say. Thank you for listening.